What is up, everyone? Welcome to Torres Brothers Podcast Season 2. Woo! Yeah, you made it. You gotta add like a clap sound, like an <laughs> audience clap sound. Well, and this season we have sound effects. <laughs> no, I'm, there's hey. no way I'm doing that. I'll maybe do it for right there, but absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> anyways, this episode is just us recapping all the releases from 2021. And I have 2020 stuff too, because there's movies in the earlier year where like, they're supposed to come out in 2020, but came out in 2021. Oh, so I, I think, took out those, but we can go uh, over them still on yours. Yeah, like like Malcolm and Marie, like that was supposed to come out in 2020. Oh, I still have that one. That came out in 2021. There's just a there's a couple of movies in that. I'm just literally counting if it came out in theaters in 2021. That's what it's in this list. So we're gonna start all the way at the bottom and work our way all the way to our favorite movies. And yeah. that is the episode. Um, it should be fun. Starting it should be fun. Like these bottom tier ones, we could low key speed run them because like they're always <laughs> at the bottom for a reason. And I think we've had podcasts on why they're bad. Um, so, <laughs> drum roll for my. Uh, uh, what's your worst movie of the year? 49 movies. The worst. Jaden has seen more movies this year than me. So, this should be the, interesting. The worst movie to me of the entire year goes to. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that is my worst movie. That is my second to worst movie. Ooh, okay, what's the worst? What's worse than Mortal Kombat? My worst movie? I put Fast Nine. <laughs> Fast Nine? That movie was just, I could not take that movie seriously at all. Like, the only reason I why I put Fast Nine three, three spaces up is because at least in Fast Nine, I laughed. Yeah. I was laughing the whole time. Yeah, like at least I had a fun time with the boys watching that. Mortal Kombat, yeah. I was just fury. I was just mad. I was just mad that it was bad. <laughs> I wasn't having a fun time. <laughs> okay, well, that's the yeah. that's the worst movies. The second worst movie for me was Spiral. That's another movie that I just didn't hey, Yeah, I had that one next. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> bottom two are pretty similar then, or or kind of. And then I put Space Jam, A New Legacy, as the third worst. I didn't see Space Jam. Was okay. it bad? I hated it. I didn't have fun. That's, really? that, that, if it's at the bottom, it just means, like, I didn't have fun. Like, the bottom three, I did not have fun watching it. Also, I saw Space Jam at my house. I was not going to go to the yeah. that. So, I guess that could play a part, whatever. I didn't like it. Oh, uh, yeah. The whole HBO Max. Like, LeBron's acting is so awful. <laughs> I feel like anyway, it'd be funny though. But then I got F9. That's that after those three, then I got F9. Then then, it okay, okay. like like kind of like okay, like I had a, a I I got to enjoy some like a little part of it. Like I laughed a little bit. Yeah. What's your next one? Uh so after before spiral or above spiral is malignant. Malignant. <clears throat> that wild ride of a movie. <laughs> see that movie it wasn't bad it was just really corny and weird yeah <laughs> and I mean, there are definitely some parts that made absolutely no sense <laughs> i mean I think, but it was entertaining yeah like i think they, knew they had some they cool it was camping on purpose cool, i feel like yeah i just that's just like not what i want i don't like it being camp like i don't like watching movies like yeah that. i can understand I can, the to certain i can understand people who like it yeah, sure. yeah, but I did not like. And that. it was entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah. So after yeah, what did you nine, have next? After F nine, I had Ghostbusters Afterlife, Free Guy. And I then didn't Malignant. see none of those. So that yeah, that's kind of I rounded them up. I had Ghostbusters, Free Guy, Malignant. So those are all kind of bottom tiers. These are I'm still in my yeah. two and a half star rating stuff. This, these are all two and a half stars. Was Free Guy stupid? I saw from the, from the stuff I've seen Free from are, Free Guy. I just took my brother to go see it, and like, it's exactly what I expect. I wasn't expecting it. Good. <laughs> so I just, I just embraced it. And I was just like, yeah, this is. I mean, I knew this was what it was going to be like. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, exactly what you think what it, it is. It like is <laughs> exactly what you think it is. It is like there's. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't do anything more than that. But after Malignant, that's where I put. 
Godzilla vs. Kong. No, no, wait, no. I put Stillwater. So after Malignant, I put Stillwater. I didn't see that running. Little snoozy boy. And then... <laughs> so before Malignant, or Malignant, Malignant, yeah, Malignant, I put Matrix Resurrections after. Big oh, disappointment. Dang. Biggest disappointment of the year. Yeah, I hate that. Movie. I hate I was just like, it was just like hard though. It was so long and so boring and so just like, I just, no, I just was not enjoying myself in that movie. Especially I watched it kind of late at night. So I was already freaking tired. <laughs> so like getting through that movie was such a. I mean, I was perfectly boy. fine. I was wide awake, wide awake, ready. I was high <laughs> blood pumping before the credits in IMAX with my friends freaking and i hated yeah. every single second every like yeah. there was like some parts that were enjoyable like i like the low shutter speed like 3d like things <laughs> i liked i like the human bomb thing that they did yeah like it had parts to it but like those parts went by so fast and then the boring parts lasted so it looked just long like digital garbage like it just looked shot awfully the cgi was so bad yeah it, it didn't just even like, that. It didn't even feel like a Matrix movie. It was like, just even like, all the stuff like we were, like the world that we saw. It was clearly Matrix, but it didn't feel like stylistically. It did not feel like a Matrix movie at all. Even like the green tint and the green color grade when they're in the Matrix. I mean, it's just not fun. even. I don't have a problem with them going a different style route because, like, technically, this is Matrix Two, so it can have its own little thing. But yeah, I just I feel like they just took out all the things that made the Matrix the Matrix. It it just felt lazy. It just didn't feel like it had the same heart that the other ones did. It didn't have the same love for cinema to me. It was just like we're self-aware, so it's bad on purpose. Like, haha. Like I was like, all right. And what the freak was that end credit scene? (laughs) It just felt like so dumb. Like it's just so like. It was just like, yeah, this was... dude, I literally was like, I swear if they make him like an actor of his own thing, like I'm going to be like, I literally said that before watch. I was like, I heard this thing that they might make him an actor. And like, that's how they're plugged him back into the matrix because like, they just make him think it was from his past memories. He's like, a, no, video they just game. He's like a video game. Yeah. They just leaned it harder and they're like, no, he's a video game coder. He, he, that's yeah. how he remembered do the thing. I was like, all right. <laughs> which i guess is okay because like yeah he's in the matrix so like it's just what they're just trying to hide the fact the pill that sequence the was, but like the villain and the, like i love the pill sequence that was my favorite part actually now that i think about it the pill montage where he's popping the pills and they're like he's like getting all like yeah. like that was good everything else was just like all right this never needed to be made ever yeah but uh anyway so <laughs> i'd still water we're just gonna forget it exists and after Stillwater, I put Venom, Chance the Rapper, yeah. then Matrix. I put Venom over Matrix. <laughs> I put Venom. Those two could probably be switched around, but I put Venom over Matrix. I just didn't like Venom at, like, at all. <laughs> I mean, there were some interesting things. I thought there were some cool scenes, but like, it was it was not good. And even like a lot These of these are all not good. Not movies, good at like, all. They're, just not good. they're just not good. Like the Chance the Rapper. CGI was not good. I mean, yeah. After those, I put Godzilla first Kong. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. See, Godzilla was stupid, but the action but scenes like, were entertaining as freak. Yeah, but like, it's Godzilla versus Kong. Like, it's not exactly. supposed to be a good plot. And that's why it's over these movies. <laughs> like, we got Godzilla versus Kong. Like, they were fighting, done. <laughs> yes. Automatically. But everything done. else, you could cut out. <laughs> yeah, completely. oh my God. They're like journey the whole millie bobby brown thing them like going or whatever to the robo godzilla hack into the like that that made zero sense it could be completely cut out because she had to be in it no because (laughs) so just write write her apart write her something and then they're gonna journey to the center of the earth out of nowhere (laughs) and then but they have like special flying machines and then then Robo Godzilla comes out of nowhere. They should have saved him. They should have saved Robot Godzilla. Just the for next him. movie. The next movie. Yeah. Why did right. they just automatically like, oh nope? And it would have been a King Kong. That would have made more money. I feel like, come on, hire us. 
Anyways, so after that, <laughs> now this is where my movies start getting three star ratings. I put Black Widow. Oh yeah. Black Widow was just like I never said Black. I never watched Black Widow because everyone told me I didn't need to watch it. You don't. I mean, you. I. I just went with my family. Like it was just like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's some cool scenes, but it's like I would never watch it again. It was fine. Like as a plot, like it's like it was better than these past movies' plots, which is surprising. But it's still not like a. <laughs> I mean, it's what exa- I expect from like a Marvel just a Marvel movie. movie. Yeah, it's just like, like a, a decent Marvel movie. Marvel, yeah. After that, I put Snake Eyes, the GI Joe origin. Okay. I I like that. I mean. There was like it's still not like the best movie, but I had some really interesting fight scenes. I like. I thought Snake Eyes was really like entertaining throughout the whole movie. Yeah, like I was never really. I feel like that's the best aspect of it. Like, yeah, it was kind of campy at parts and like dumb, but like (laughs) kind of stupid. But it was entertaining throughout the whole movie, and I actually like. I really like the end. I like the end scene, and it had some really cool fight sequences. Yeah, I like the fish market fight scene, and yeah, yeah, yeah. there was some cool stuff. And then they all put the swords in the in the car. Like, yeah, like that was fire. Like, <laughs> it, was cool fun. it was fun. <laughs> and then, I had that a little bit higher. I had some movies below. Uh, yeah, what do you have? What do you have next? So I had the My Hero movie at three stars, coming at three stars after Godzilla vs. Kong, which I thought the My Hero movie was like, it was entertaining. It's the just first like, and second act were just like, eh. The third the act. The third was- act was like amazing. Like, it was awesome. I, that's what made up for it, and that's why. You he's know, like, those little punches. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just for that scene. Like that scene was epic, but like also, this movie should have probably never been made. Like it's a filler. Like it's just a filler fun movie. Like how many they times in the just, world actually? They probably just made it to get a quick cash for the oh, next season or something. <laughs> and they and they got my cash. I mean, they won. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, I put bad trip. That uh, Eric oh, Andre movie, yeah, yeah. that's way, <laughs> which I thought was funny throughout the whole film. It's it's a funny movie. It's just entertaining. <laughs> and then I put Card Counter, and okay. then it's Snake Eyes. Okay, so let me. Which run I like through. the Card Counter. Let me run through. Yeah, where are you a at? Lot between here, so I have GI Joe. Then I did The Conjuring. Then I did My Hero. Then Spencer. With Kristen Stewart, then Judas okay. and the Black Messiah, In the Heights, Malcolm Marie, and then I got to Bad Trip. So I like I have a oh I wow a bit of fillers in there. Yeah, these are all three and a half stars. Like they're all like these are all just my three stars. <laughs> these are all three star movies that I I have. Yeah, Snake Eyes three. Snake Eyes, three my hair. Did, did you see Spencer? I, don't I never saw Spencer. Eh, it was whatever. She'll probably win Best Actress. I think. I don't know who else would. I didn't watch too many of those. Other- What's wild is I watched all these movies, yet I still did not see like most of the things that are nominated. Like I didn't see Power of the Dog. I didn't see freaking yeah, right. any of the foreign yeah. films. Where did those movies? When did those I don't movies even remember those movies? releasing. And I was pretty on top of things. Like I watched a lot that released in theater. Like random I released on a streamer. And I just didn't know about it. Because the marketing was probably awful. Yeah. But yeah, Spencer. Then I had Judas and the Black Messiah and the Heights, Malcolm Marie, then Bad Trip. I enjoyed Bad Trip and I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. What's after Bad Trip for you? <laughs> after Bad Trip was the card counter and then okay. it was Snake Eyes. Okay. Wait. So Bad Trip, card counter, Snake Eyes. Okay. Yep. And then above Snake Eyes, I had Malcolm and Marie. And then. Lamb. Okay, well that's good because oh, right after my bad trip, I have lamb. So now we're so yeah. now we're back. <laughs> we're back. Yeah, yeah, we're back on check. We're back on back check. On track. Yeah, yeah. So okay, lamb, lamb, lamb was in the middle of the pack. I thought so, it was yeah. lamb had so much potential. Lamb had so much potential because it was building up and it was building up and it was building up. We're like, oh shoot, something's about to go down. But then it disappointed us in the end. Like, okay. He just kills the takes the kid and just leaves. Like, <laughs> spoiler, by the way. <laughs> I think we did a podcast on Lamb, right? We did a podcast. Yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. that if you want to learn all about the movie. But like, it had so much potential to be way higher on this list. 
It could have been one of, the, one of the better movies of the year, but it was just like, all right, well. I did like the second half a lot, though. The first half was really slow, but I did like the second half a lot. Yeah, the second act, I think, was the strongest point where it was building tension. Yeah. I just feel like they didn't release the tension well enough. Yeah, exactly. But whatever. So what did you have over Lamb? Then I had The Trial of Chicago 7, which I don't know if you I never watched that one. That was like no. the Aaron Sorkin movie. That was really that was pretty good. Then I that did Tragedy of Macbeth. So those are my oh, I wanted to see that one. How was that one? I mean, like, visually, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful film. But it's so hard yeah. to understand. Like, it took me 25 minutes to really, like, lock in and like really oh yeah you told me that like the way they were speaking because it was like, like straight out of shakespeare it. like they didn't they didn't like water it down like it was straight shakespeare like that <laughs> is it so it took me like 25 minutes to really like okay and that junk's hard to read <laughs> it's hard to read like hearing them whisper stuff and like say things really fast i was like okay hold on like let me let me follow you for a second it was like they're <laughs> speaking another language but then then i finally got a hang of it and by the end, like I understood exactly. I mean, I know what that story is. I've, I've already, I've read that story in school. It's just like, yeah. I don't know when I, when I, when I want to watch a movie like this, like I kind of want it like green Knight. I think did a really good job, which is another a 24 movie of yeah. like, building that world. Like, like a story like that. Cause it's kind of like the green Knight is also like one of those types of stories where they build the world in this expansive way and open. I think that's also something you mentioned was that this film felt really empty. Yeah. It it felt almost like a stage. It is. I mean, it was, it was all shot on a soundstage. Like, but like they didn't hunt, which I understand their choice. I understand that it's supposed to be like that. It's just when I want to watch a movie, I don't necessarily gravitate to things like that. Like I'd rather be immersed in the world than me sitting there thinking like, Oh, this is just like they're. It's like a play. Like I'm watching a play, basically. I'm watching yeah. a stylistic play, which is like if that's your cup of tea, go for it. Like it's beautiful, beautifully shot, beautifully lit. It's just like not for me. Like it's like, but there is like filmmaking aspects. Like it is a great film. Like on a filmmaking point of view, it's just like not the most entertaining, yep. or is it the easiest to understand? <laughs> yep. 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 But yeah, that's why I think the Green Knight did a really good job of is making you feel like you were a part of that world. Like it made the world seem real. Yeah, I liked the Green Knight a lot. It's it's a much higher on this list than Yeah. Like I have a ways to go to that get to that. But after Tragedy and Macbeth, I had Minari. Minari, okay. I took that one off this list since it was twenty It was it was it but it released in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it released in February, I think. Yeah, I liked Minari. But yeah, Minari is solid. It's a solid movie. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I put Suicide Squad, then the Card Count. Okay. Okay, so, so after Lamb for me, it was House of Gucci. Oh, is that a movie I left off here? Yep. I left off House of Gucci. Good call. Let me let me add. Yeah, it. yeah. All right. This is this is a live um, placement. House of Gucci. <laughs> where were you? Where were where you? Were you at? House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Ah. I'll put it right here. I still have a little bit to go. I put it kind of higher. I like the movie. Yeah. There's a lot of just filler movies I watched, like in this next couple of things. <laughs> filler. <laughs> filler movie. Yeah. So you had House of Gucci, then what? Or should I then kind of House of Gucci? The Many Saints in New York, in Newark. Okay. That movie? The, Let me just the count. Movie. Let me catch up to House of Gucci because I think that'd be easy. So I had the card counter. Then I had the Many Saints yeah. in Newark, which is the one you just. Yeah. Then I had Don't Look Up. Then I had Red Rocket. Then I have House of Gucci. Okay. Okay. Um, see, I have... 
I didn't see Don't Look Up. And the card counter is way lower. Like it's all the way below Snake Eyes on my list. Yeah, you have card but... counter low, low. But I'm at now. So Many at... Saints in New York is above House of Gucci for me. Okay. But then you, so you can just continue because technically, like, I think I'm caught up. Okay. And then I had Suicide Squad above Many Saints in New York. Okay. Okay. And then I had Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, yeah, that was low on mine. That was low on mine. Yeah. So switch Judas and the Black Messiah with the card counter for you, and then we're probably, like, on the same page. Yeah. Okay, then what's after that? Okay, so after Judas and the Black Messiah, I have Quiet Place 2. Okay, two. Now, now we're caught up. Right after that, <laughs> I have A Quiet Place Part 2. Okay, perfect. Okay, so we can now uh, go down back and talk about these movies so like House of Gucci I like House of Gucci it felt like a documentary and it was interesting and I never even heard of this story in it, which was very oh. interesting and it was super well made yeah I, cool. I knew about I think Lady Gaga killed it yeah I think she got snubbed for the Oscars like why was she not even nominated oh yeah that's weird get nominated. that's so weird I Adam Driver is great too like they both killed it in this movie and Jared Leto. I thought Jared, Jared Leto was fine. He should have got best supporting, man. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, I didn't see. I this whole movie was just, like, forgot about. Like, it just, like, was. the next week. Like, everyone just, like, slept. Yeah. And, I think and the last duel. Better, the last duel, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see it. I didn't even get to see it. Which yeah. is surprising. I was, I kept on trying. Big not, name like, actors. Yeah, I don't. Both of really Scott's films, just like everyone completely forgot about or didn't even see it. I think House Gucci did thing. way better than than Last Duel, though. Probably, yeah. House Gucci was just just so drippy. <laughs> like I like House Gucci, <laughs> but uh, the card counter it was really long, though. Yeah, it was. It could have been cut down. Uh, the card counter I had up there, I. I wish it had a better third act. Like I wish I would have saw them. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But I understand why they did it. It had some really, really cool sequences throughout. Like those whole like flashback things where it was like on that 3D camera type type ordeal. Like that whole it had some really cool, cool scenes. It had some I really just wish that movie movies. had more conflict. You know? Yeah, I just felt like, like throughout the whole movie we're just kinda like following him. He's just playing poker. <laughs> and just doing things. I wish there was more like conflict in it. Yeah, so I love the scene where he's like almost interrogating that kid, though. Yeah, that scene was. Yeah, I thought the movie was about to take a a big plot twist for a second. Then doesn't, unfortunately. But then I got Mary Saints and the Many Saints in New York. I mean, that was just like a nice. It was just a good. It was a cool gangster movie. Yeah, that's it. There's nothing else to say that. I never seen the Sopranos either. So. Me neither. So there's probably things in there I missed about uh, like. Yeah, if I was I a was fan, I'd probably be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even add, dude. Not I got to add the Sword Art Online movie. I watched. Yeah, you that. saw that. So I did watch fifty movies. Wow. I don't know why that right, just perfectly looked. balanced. Sword Art Online, twenty twenty one. Yeah. I think I put Suicide that. Squad was fun. That was a fun movie. Yeah, that movie was just literally, it was like just fun. It was literally fun. <laughs> that was all it was. <laughs> yeah, then I have uh, Don't Look Up. And, oh, yeah, Don't Look Up. Which I saw it in the theater, so I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then, I heard a lot of people did not like that movie. I mean, all. yeah, a lot of people hated it. I really enjoyed yeah. it. It took me a little bit to really get into because the editing was so jarring, like so, so jarring. But once you get used to it, it's like, all right. And then there's some really funny moments in it. And I rated it really high at first, but then I rewatched a little bit with my parents because they were watching it. And I was like, wait a minute. It's really not that good. (laughs) Yeah. I think I I just liked it a lot because I saw it in the theater. But then when yeah. I watch it again and I like rehear the jokes, I'm like, yikes! Like it's not that even theater that. experience carries the theater experience a lot of movies. 
Yeah. <laughs> New experience makes things like almost like automatically a full star better. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Some things can't be saved, but like, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like imagine watching Mortal Kombat on HBO. Like I wouldn't even. Oh my gosh. It. I would have hated it even more. I would have watched like 20 minutes of it. Like I would not have finished that movie. Yeah, that's true. Which is what my family did. They started and they're like, okay, no. <laughs> they just stopped. They just stopped. Like, like the theater experience literally like is the only reason why it has like a one star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I watched Red Rocket. Then, oh, Red Rocket. Yeah, I have that under a quiet place. So okay. Red Rocket was really good. It was super funny. Some things made me like, like some things were uncomfortable, but then I was like, eh, it's not that illegal. So like, then I was like, okay. <laughs> Seemed like a funny Florida movie. <laughs> yeah, but Florida man like, movie. Texas, yeah, so just like a tech, it's Texas, it's like a porn Texas. star. So it's oh, wow. it's a funny, it's funny, it's funny. So I mean, yeah, it's enjoyable. It has a really good soundtrack. Then a quiet place too. <laughs> then a quiet place. But I thought a quiet place. It was a good sequel to the first one. Yeah, it branched out on the world a little bit more. Some really good, like I love uh, Emily Blunt. I love her character in that in those movies, and I thought um, the Peaky Blinders. What's his name? Cillian Murphy. Yeah, I thought he was really good in it too. And they had some really cool scenes. Yeah, it was just like a solid. So it was just really entertaining movie. Yeah, it was a solid good movie, which expanded well, a little bit more on that first movie. So I enjoyed it. Yeah. But after that, I put Encanto. Did you see that? Encanto. I never got a chance to see that one. Okay. Well. I mean, it's a Disney. <laughs> Is it what it, it's what you expect? Yeah, it's exactly what you expect. I really like. I honestly liked it a little bit more than I thought it was, which is why I have it a little bit higher. Like it's in my four stars now. Yeah. So, like, there were some really good songs, and like me being Colombian, I can relate to a lot of it. So I was yeah, like, well, you win. And I saw it with my family on Thanksgiving. Like it, like. In a theater, <laughs> like it was just like it just made it better, just like perfect, place, all those perfect time yeah. and place to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So like that was a good time, and then I put "Come on, Come on." Ooh, okay. So what's what do you have next? Oh, okay. Um, ooh. that does "Come on, Come on" deserve to be up that high. Come on, what I have "Come on, Come on" over last night in Soho. Honestly, yeah, I might move Come On, Come On a little bit down. Come On, Come On was really good. It's just not a very rewatchable movie. Yeah, like it was interesting, and I had a really good time watching it. But it like did not... Like, and it had a really great message. Yeah, like I thought about life a little bit after and like the things that we yeah. can do. But like... It was a great movie. I don't know. The movies I have after this were like... I like had really good times with. Yeah. So what'd you have after Come On, Come On? I put No Time to Die, James Bond. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, so after that, I have Eternals. Okay. I have Eternals after Come On, Come On. What do you you have after No Time to Die? After No Time to Die, I put Shang-Chi. Okay, and then after Shang Chi, would you put Zack Snyder's Justice League? Okay, <laughs> then Nomadland. Then then no. Eternals. Oh, okay, that's it. I have Eternals below Zack Snyder Justice League, Shang Chi, and well, actually, no, there's definitely no way that this is incorrect. I'm moving this around. There's no way I liked Eternals more than Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> and I, I like Shang Chi over Eternals. I, I like Shang Chi than a, more than Eternals too. I think I just yeah. didn't move it around. Okay, revised. No time to die. <laughs> Eternals. Shang Chi. Nomadland. Zack Snyder. So Eternals over No Time to Die. Yeah, I didn't like No Time to Die was really good, but there was like some really lackluster parts of the movie that I was just like, okay. Yeah, I like, there were, like the villains were just not that. Like he was just not it. 
And like a lot of the second act, I think I did not like, like the villain at all. Like the second really act was just like all the fight scenes. The second act was to me the weakest part of the film, but that first act opening was like like amazing. Like that was a top tier scene. I love that whole opening, and then I even loved like the credit sequence. Like that whole entire block of time was just beautiful. Then it just took a dive, a nose dive, and then it comes back in the third act with like a really, really good send off. So like there's a lot of really great moments, but then there was like moments that were just like it tanked. Like I would not rewatch it because of the like I would not rewatch the a lot of it. (laughs) Besides that, like I would I would would have skipped all the all the action scenes in the auto day on my scene. Exactly. I don't know. I think it just knows. Out of respect of uh, out of respect of Daniel Craig and his James Bond, I bumped it up over Justice League, Shang Chi, and Eternals. Oh wow! (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've I've given respect to that man because of Skyfall. So, and like Casino Royale, like not all of them are going to be five stars. So. Yeah, these are like my three and a half, four stars now. I'm just in my straight four stars. Eternals is a good. I like Eternals. I like one of the better Marvel movies. I think people over hate on Eternals. Like it was just like sure. I like the way it was shot better than most of other Marvel movies. I really like the third act. Like I, I was never really bored. Like I really liked their origin story. Like it was interesting to me. They had some really yeah. good scenes. It was really well shot. The a lot of the lore. Really good. Really good world building. The only thing that I thought I the did, best thing was the characters and the characters, like yeah, the like, development throughout the movie. Which is like pretty rare on a Marvel movie. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. The only thing I didn't really care for was like the, the what whatever the monster things were called. Like when he turned into like a human, like I didn't care about any of that. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I don't. Yeah. Like, that was the thing that was like, all right, well, like, what's the point of this? Yeah. But it had some great, yeah. It, it was definitely seemed like it put more care into it than other Marvel movies. Yeah. But I put Shang-Chi over that. <laughs> 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 Shang-Chi is also over Eternals. Because Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi was a ride. Shang-Chi, I had so much fun. Movie. There was, was really you know, I was laughing out loud. I was like, Ugh. "That's how you do a Marvel movie, right there!" Like, like Chang Chi was so Joe, like, that's a re- well done Marvel movie. Like the whole the whole theater was like loving it. That was a great like it was a packed theater. Like everyone was having fun. Like there were some really great jokes, amazing like no like really good fight scene. I don't know about amazing, but like really good fight scenes. Like that took from like Jackie Chan fight scenes took from like old boy fight. Like it had a lot of yeah. like Asian cinema influence and anime influence. Even you could tell there was care and like put, really put into them. Yeah. Like they really liked making that movie. So like, and I had a fun time watching it and I really like martial arts movies in general. So like it was really up my alley. I thought the CGI was also pretty good in that movie too. Yeah. It was like better than, I've seen most most of the time. I read like the third act. Yeah, with the dragon and stuff. Like there was some cool stuff in there. Yeah, when they're fighting each other with the rings. It's like, like an that. anime. Yeah, it really felt like an anime fight scene, which is really cool. Not to be like, not because they're Asian or anything, but like, no, the way like it, it, was it literally took crap. direct influence from Naruto. Like that's not even like a, like they said that. Uh, but above Eternals and below Shang Chi, I put Last Night in Soho. Okay, I put Last Night in Soho a little bit further up here. Yeah, I'm below. So, what do you think about Zack Snyder's Justice League? I mean, we did a whole podcast on that, but yeah, I mean, that was a great redemption arc. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> and its own. Yeah. Like... <laughs> so, where did you put Last Night in Soho? I have it right under Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, okay. So you just have it. Okay. In between. I put, it's Nomadland, and- Last Night in Soho, Zack Snyder. It's Eternal, Shang-Chi, Nomadland, Last Night in Soho, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Last Night in Soho was a vibe. Yeah. It was just it like... It was fun. And it was like they knew what they were it doing. It get pretty corny sometimes, but... Yeah, but then, I mean... It, it, that's what it was. Corniness, yeah, 
According to this was definitely like it didn't downgrade the film, I feel. Well, I feel like that was just the style he was going for. Like it was the style, yeah. It was never not that. <laughs> it was yeah. never not going to be that. It was it was fun. It was, it was fun. aware. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was a great Halloween it. movie. Is that when it came out around October, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. It was like a Halloween movie. So what'd you have above Justice League then? Because I had no time to die, but so I put Sword Art Online progressive. Okay. That's yeah. That movie was fine. Like that's what got me to watch that whole anime. And like I walked because yeah. I, I read before watching that that it was a prequel. So I was like, okay. I watched One Piece movie out of like just on a whim. And I never watched anything from One Piece and I loved it. And then that's what got me into watching One Piece. And now I'm like on episode like 380. <laughs> so Yeah. I was like, well, what if what if Sword on the Light's good? What if that happens again? You know, this is a 2021 movie, so the animation's gonna be fire. So like, I feel like I'm yeah. not gonna be disappointed. But I made sure because I was gonna watch that anime regardless. I made sure to look up: is this a prequel or is it a sequel, or is it like a part of the show? And it wasn't canon, and it was a prequel. So I was like, all right, perfect. It's a prequel and it's not canon. So that means I can watch it and have no consequences, really. <laughs> and that's exactly what, yeah. like, I ended up watching it. I loved it. Like, I loved the concepts it brought. Because it was, like, literally, like, the show, it was literally the first and second episode of the show. Yeah. Is what this movie takes place in. Um, yeah. And I only realized that after watching the show. But, like, me watching that movie, it was just, like, honestly, it was the perfect way to get introduced to the show. Because, like, when a character would come in, I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember her backstory. Because the show doesn't elaborate at all on some of these characters' backstories, but this movie gave a lot of shine to people that didn't yeah. get crap in the show. So when I watched this movie, a lot of characters were already built up, like art-wise. <laughs> it's your first whole... time seeing them. Yeah, so like when I see them come on screen in the show, I'm like, oh, I know her whole backstory. Whereas That's like if cool. I watched the show first, I would never know her backstory until I went to see the prequel later, years later. So it was honestly perfect. Yeah. I honestly just like had a great time with that movie. Animation was sick. The Lisa song was awesome. Like, I mean, the music in general, the whole movie was really good. So yeah, I enjoyed my time a lot and I saw it on IMAX. So it was a great time and a great show. Well, up until episode 16, warning, do not go past episode 16 of Sword Art Online. Just stop right there. <laughs> that, is, that is the rule. Don't go any, any further. <laughs> um. Yeah, that show literally has 16 episodes. Like, literally don't. Don't go back. Dang, that's, that's so short. Only 16? Well, there's like four seasons, I'm pretty sure. But like, don't go past episode 16. Like, that yeah. is the end. That's the end. That's <laughs> we, we can all agree that is the end of the show. <laughs> um, well, I guess there's been some great animes that only had like 12 episode seasons. So. Yeah, like, come on. No, like, 16. Like, it's a really solid 16 episodes. Like, there's a good, it's a good show. Yeah. But then yeah. after that, I put Green Knight. Green Knight. Okay. So, under Green Knight, I had Titan. So, I have and then over Green Knight. It's like right... Those, are, those two are like right there. They're pretty much equal. Like, honestly... Yeah. They did this... The only reason why I, I put Titan yeah. over Green Knight is because of that one song. I've like... I've gone back to that <laughs> song a lot. So, like, it, it left a bigger mark on me than Green Knight did. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> both of these movies were really well made. Um, they're both super art house movies. Yeah, super <laughs> art house, indie, wacky, but, like... Yeah, wack like, movies. They're a good time. You don't even understand, like, you what you really just witnessed by the end of it. But that's the fun kinda, of it. That's, that's the, the fun of it. Yeah, it's the fun of it. You you come out with the story. <laughs> you get to decide what happened. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I really like the Green Knight. I really like its world building. Um, it was super interesting. I really like that one actor. What's his name? De- Dev Patel. Dev Patel. Yeah, he was really good in that movie. Oh yeah. And yeah, it was just cool. I know it's based on like a book, right? Yeah, like a mythological like story or a poem, I think. It's a poem. Yeah. 
go check out our podcast on that. That was a really yeah. good podcast. That was a good, uh, we yeah. We discussed the crap out of that movie with Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we discovered the whole, we, we unlocked the secrets of the movie. It's our entertainment podcast. We're like, we are breaking this thing down. Like, yeah, all the different too. meanings and junk. <laughs> yeah, she really loves it. Go watch those podcasts. If those, you really those are the like... breakdown podcast. Yeah, those are good ones. Um, after, you know, it's yeah. so fun to break down these movies. Like... Oh, yeah, because we're making it up. Like, we get to decide. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to interpretation. Uh, so what do you have after those? Halloween Kills. I never saw Halloween Kills. That movie... Why it's above those? That's surprising. It's pretty it's, high. It's not as nowhere near as well made as them, but it was yeah. the theater experience that made it so like yeah, so much fun. It was literally like you in John Wick mode, and like the whole theater. Like I've only <laughs> been in a couple theaters where the whole theater is roaring and cheering, and like ah, oh my god. Yeah. But it was all collective. It was just, it wasn't like annoying. It was just like so much fun. It was so much. It was pure fun. And that's why it's up there. It's just because, like, it was just me and Josh after a film festival, and then, like, this whole packed out theater on, I think it was in October. And we were just all just like roaring at the screen on these brutal kills. We're like, don't go in there. And they go in there, and then they all get destroyed. Like, it was just so much fun. It was honestly really funny, too. It was just a, it was just a yeah. great time. Now, if you saw this alone at your house on a streamer, you're not going to have a great time. It's just going to be like, what? <laughs> Like I could see you just sitting there being like, okay. Like I think that is the only reason why I liked it so much is because I saw it with other people. Yeah. Do you think it's a better movie than the first not the first Halloween, the um the last movie before it? Um the last Halloween movie. Like the way it was made, no. Like a better well like, like made movie. Like as a film, me taking out my experience, the first one's better. Okay. Me leaving my experience in and not how much fun I had that night it wins because it's, it's, it's like a like it's called it's like an event yeah it's called halloween kills like he kills <laughs> and that is it yeah i guess not an interesting plot or anything. it's just like halloween this man is killed so watch this movie with friends yes that's a perfect it is a perfect <laughs> movie to watch with friends like a nice group of friends like you only yeah. need three we only need two you only need a fun friend and you guys are gonna have a blast <laughs> guaranteed like that movie's just so yeah. much fun like it's like John Wick. It's literally John Wick. It's literally a John Wick movie. Yeah. Um, but after that, I put King Richard. King uh, Richard. I didn't see that one either. I wanted to see that one though. You seen Will wanted, Smith was pretty good in that movie. Will Smith was pretty good. He has my he has my backing for best actor, but that's not really yeah. saying much because like. Yeah, the Oscars seem so like disappointing like, this year. Yeah, it's just like all right, like. Honestly, it could have been opinion, way more interesting, I feel, but they decided to just like these rando, like, oh my nom- gosh, like, nom- I didn't put Nightmare Alley in this list either. Ah, man, I still gotta see that movie. It's playing a theater, it's really good. It's oh, so it's, on Hulu. it's on Hulu too. It's a great one. Yeah, it's a maybe great- I'll hook up my, my projector and just watch it. I definitely suggest it's super dark, but like, I loved it. Nah, bro, okay. Who I thought should have won Best Actor is Bradley Cooper in that movie. Like, he kills it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Mm -hmm. now my movie list has jumped to 52 because I'm remembering I watched these things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I knew we would, like, forget about movies and, like, oh, that movie. So King Richard um, is there up for me. I mean, it's exactly what you think it is. Like just based That's off pretty the high up on on this list. Yeah, but it, like it's a kind of movie, and like I really connected to it just because of my brother's situation. So like it hit it hit a lot of notes that I was like really wanting to see, and like yeah, Will Smith did do a really good performance, and it was just like a lot of fun. And I learned a little bit about them. Like I don't really know much about tennis or the the sisters, but it was very interesting to see where they come up. Like it was really good. It was really good. Yeah. But it's still in the four stars. Uh, then after King Richard, I'm at my top five now, so you can keep no, going. Until let me, you reach okay, let me get to my top. Five. You reach your top five because I'm, I'm only. Top five oh, what's well, only two away? I'm only two away. So then I had West Side yeah. Story. Yeah. I mean Steven Spielberg, classic Steven Spielberg look, feel, 
down to like the lens choices, the shot selection. Like it was just a really good movie. Um, yeah, it seemed like it would be Puerto exactly Rican, what it like. And I saw it with my Puerto Rican family. So like <laughs> one of those, one of those movies where it's just like, ah, packed out theater in the Dolby. <laughs> so it was just like a good, really good time. Really solid time. Yeah. Um, then I have night. Okay. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Coming in sixth for me is Nightmare Alley. That's the six, my sixth favorite movie yeah. of the year is Nightmare Alley. Coming in at four stars. I recommend, I think it kind of was slept on this year, but it is getting some praise here and there. But I definitely recommend watching that movie. Like, I think in a couple of years, it'll be really appreciated and people will go back to it and be like, oh, shoot, this was, this was cool. Like, it's one of those like dark, moody pieces where it's just like, everything comes full circle by the end and you're like, dang. No. That makes me feel dirty. Like, ew. But like, dang. You know, that's life. Yeah, it's one of those really good... That like, was the Del Toro movie, right? Yeah, Guillermo Del Toro. Yeah. Set yeah. design's amazing. Shots, like, cinematography's really, really good. I mean, Bradley Brad Cooper's performance is fire. Yeah, not Brad Pitt. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper has some two He's amazing... Like, a lot of surprise. Yeah, a lot of surprise balls. But that man, yeah, he <laughs> killed that movie. And, like, by the end, you're like, wow, he, he's good. He deserves yeah. all he gets. From I feel like Bradley Cooper's pretty underrated as an actor. He is, but he isn't. I mean, he is. Yeah, like, a lot of people know him, and he's pretty, like, well-known, but I don't think they, like, look at him and think, like, skills. oh, wow. Yeah, I feel you like know? they just look at him because it's, you know, Bradley Cooper. But that means Bradley talented. Cooper. He's super talented. He's super talented. Yeah. So now I'm in my top five. So now we're, yeah, we're now in your top first, five. What's your fifth? What is that five? My fifth. Let me see. Let me make sure I don't want to make any <laughs> final adjustments before. No, I think it's a pretty solid top five. All right. Yeah, mine's, mine's pretty set in stone. So at number five is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Wow. What a ride that movie was. Wow. What is your number five? The French Dispatch. Ooh. The French Dispatch have... is number five. Number five. French Dispatch is number four for me, so. Yeah, do you? Oh, okay. Well, that's in. My fourth is Demon Slayer. It's Demon Slayer, yeah. I figured it would be switched. So it's no. <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about the French <laughs> Dispatch. Then we can talk about Demon Slayer. French Demon Dispatch. Slayer was oh. an incredible theater. Oh, you're talking about French Dispatch? Yeah, I was going French Dispatch. <laughs> Just, All right, we can yeah, talk we'll, about do, we'll do Demon Slayer. We'll do Demon Slayer. <laughs> so Demon Slayer was an insane theater experience. Oh, yeah. Like I just wish the only thing started the year off strong. Demon Slayer would have been the movie or top like two to three if it had a better first act, if or second I agree. act, whatever it was. Like the demon thing was cool. The train, if that was a little bit stronger or, or if I cared about it uh, just a, like a half a star more or half a like if I cared yeah. about it just a little bit more like that would, train villain he kind of sucked like yeah like it would have been oh near perfect but like <laughs> unfortunately it wasn't but like Akaza like the even that shows up at the end for like 20 minutes just became a way better best, villain already <laughs> that was literally one of the best scenes I've seen ever in a theater yeah, like that was insane. Like that was one of the most epic third acts, most beautiful. Th- like to this day, I still think about it. Literally the other night, I was thinking about that scene. I was listening to the music from that scene. Like yeah, that scene was perfect on so many levels from animation to voice acting to the music to the, to, I mean, every, I mean, everything was just on top tier perfection. Yeah, And I like, it, it took me through all those emotions. Yeah. Because after, like, the second act, which I thought the movie was about to end, like, <laughs> after they defeated the train demon, I'm like, okay, the movie was decent. Like, they had a good time. <laughs> well, then I was like, like, I kind of wish there was a little more, but, like, okay. And then, boom, this dude just drops out of nowhere. I'm like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. The whole <laughs> and then it just went crazy. The whole theater was erupting, clapping, cr- like, tearing up. Everyone was going yeah. through it, and it was a pack. And then they went dead silent. Yeah, like, like once Rengoku got like, hurt, everything's going crazy. Everyone's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> and then someone gets stabbed, and they cut all sound, and the whole theater like holds their breath. 
everyone held their breath at the exact same time. Not a, not a pin dropped. And we're yeah. just watching. And then like the music starts playing and then he says his monologues and stuff. And everyone's like, Oh my God. <laughs> I teared up on how epic it was on how sad it was on how fire it was on how happy I was. Like, it was just like amazing on all those levels. But yeah, yeah, that second act is just wet where it felt flat to me. But no one will take away that third act experience. That was one of the best theater, third act theater experiences I've ever had. So then we had the French Dispatch. Yes. Uh, that movie. Underrated movie. Yeah. Most underrated movie the entire year, I think. That's at my number four. Yeah, that's, well, my, that's my fifth one. Like on a cinematic level, like. I don't know. Honestly, I feel like this movie is going to be way better on the second watch. Yeah, I, I now that I understand kind of the the style and the the pace it's taking, it would be way better on second cl- watch. I think it's going to be like a class. at first. It was a little like, oh, this is kind of odd. But then I saw I saw it down. It was, to me, by the to me, I really just enjoyed it. Like I knew it was going to be like that. I knew it was going to be a combination yeah. of stories, like. And also, I know Wes Anderson's style, like because I've watched all his other stuff. Whereas I know you, that was kind of one of your earlier ones you've seen of him, like live action. That's like my third one, I think, or fourth I've seen of him. Okay. Wait, like, what? I, I, I got a taste. Did you? Huh? You saw which live action one did you see before that? Um, Moonrise Kingdom. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonrise yeah. Kingdom. That yeah, that, that's a great one. Yeah. And then I watched yeah. like 20 minutes of Life Aquatic. I want to finish that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, French Dispatch is great. I love all the little stories. The yeah, art one is definitely my favorite. There were so many beautiful moments in cinematography. They're and so well made. It's so charming. It's so charming. I love how well made his movies are. Like, like it's it's literally like just like a, well like a film. Movie. It's not a movie. It's a film. That's a film. Yeah, that's just a piece of art. It's just art. It's yeah. like that is like a cinematic experience, but it's in, in, yes. in its own charming, happy little way. It's like a screenwriter's like. A, if you're huge into screenwriting, I feel like you love this movie. Yeah, like it's, if mean, you're just a writer in general, cinema, I think if you just love if you just love movies, you'll love this. Movie. Yeah, but especially writers, like especially or just. Artistic people in general. <laughs> if you just like art, you'll like it. <laughs> if you're for the arts. Yeah. Like Watch it's this one movie. of those. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that movie, the soundtrack, I mean, everything was just like really top tier. Yeah. I had to put it above Divas there because it's just so it's, well. It's such a film movie, you know? Yeah, that's respectable. I might be a, little, a bit biased, but the Demon, I feel like it's more a better movie than Demon Slayer, but Demon Slayer definitely, I would definitely come back to more. Yeah. At least the last scene. I mean, I agree on that. I agree on that 100%. It's just like, I just purely am going off my emotions. Like, what did I feel? Yeah. I felt a lot more in yeah. Demon Slayer than I did in The French Dispatch. Just, But I know, friend, like, I know some of these movies are better made. It's just like, like, I know Halloween Kills does not, Halloween Kills is not supposed to be that high <laughs> up there. <laughs> but like I had such a great time, it has to be because that's just what I associate to that movie. So like, yeah, it's all it's all personal. Um, but after <laughs> those two, my third one, and okay, number three, we got Dune. See, Dune, yep, Dune's also at my number three. <laughs> yeah, Dune, Dune is number three for me. Um, Dune was, Dune was. Honestly, I mean, Dune, Dune is just like a film, though. Dune, Dune is just like so well made on every single front, but it's yeah. on number. It could have been number one, but I don't think it's full. It's like part one. It's a part. It I mean, like it, is, it is literally part one, I guess. But but it's like yeah, where it left the story's off, not complete. Okay. Yeah, like it's not complete. So therefore, it's not perfect. It's not. It can't yeah. live without the other part. So yes. that's why it's there. But everything else, like I watched it twice. And I was just, I enjoyed every second. I watched it. I liked yeah. it a lot better on the second time, actually. Like, a lot more. Because, like, I understood it. Sure, like, you, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. There's so many plot details that they've been hinting at. It's like, since, since the first couple of scenes, like, it's just really, really well thought out and well planned and well executed. It's a cool, interesting story. And I love like, the world. It's so fresh, yet 
it's so familiar because like we've seen sci-fis and we know Denny Villeneuve, but like, I don't know. I just really, really enjoyed my time watching that. The score gave me chills. I mean, the performances, yeah. those, when it, when it had action, it hit like the action went insane yeah. when it had action. Like the Timothy did great thing. The world they're setting up is insane. Like this was one of the best world building movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. Denny, I feel like did this, like he really went all out on this and getting it like as accurate as possible. I feel like it feels so true to the story, even though I've never read the book, book. (laughs) but I could just tell. Yeah. I could tell like it feels really true. Yep. Yep. So that is why it's at number three. Now, number two, I feel like our ones and two are going to be switched around. Oh, yeah. My number two is Spider-Man No Way Home. (laughs) My number two is Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I knew it. Spider-Man's number one. (laughs) So, yeah. I I figured you would put Spider-Man because of the theater reaction. See, that's the thing is like. That's why I put it at number one. I mean, I had an amazing theater. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that was an amazing theater experience. But I watched it three times. Yeah. And on the third time, you start to realize, like, it's really not the most perfect. Like, <laughs> it's not the greatest movie. Yeah. But it's like, what it, what it's, I don't know. That, that's why I put it at two. Because, like, to me... Like, I loved every second of my first theater experience. Like, that was one of my favorite theater experiences I've ever had. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It kind of loses its flavor after, like, the second time I see it. Like, I won't go back I'm to sure. for a long time. For a long yeah. time. For a couple years, I won't see that movie. <laughs> Whereas, yeah. to me, Licorice Pizza, the first time I watched that movie... Had a it had a packed out theater, and it was just like it just brought back so many like nostalgic memories that I never personally like. It was just brought back nostalgic memories of 2019 in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood theater. Like that's the memories that unlocked for me, and I just had so much like like love for that movie, even though it's like just random. <laughs> it's just like I don't yeah. know. I have a soft spot for Lakers Pizza. It was just like beautiful and every like it's a movie that. I would want to make one day. That's the, that's what I think of when I think of Lakers pizza, that's the type of movie that I would want to, I would want to make. So that's why I, yeah. Yeah. I love the style of that film. I love the whole ride and the whole adventure that we kind of went on with these characters. Like it was like so much fun and that's why it's so high up on this list. It's super well-made and the story was really interesting. It's nothing I've really seen before. And like, oh, that's a, yeah, like the movie makes you feel something acting. that like all they the other like movies on people. this list, yeah, it makes you really feel like something. And like the random like just burst of magic from like Bradley Cooper's like random behind like that whole sequence is insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bonkers, but it's like, but nothing happens. And I love <laughs> like I love the the bar sequence with the actor and like they're like trying to. Like they're drunk. They're just like living out their movies, but they're drunk and like they have so much like it just felt like a classic Hollywood thing that I want to experience one day. Like when I'm in my fifties, I want to be with my friends doing like I want to be at the point where I've made it, we've all made it <laughs> names for ourselves and we're so like into our own thing that we can just go and we're like, get like we're just being stupid and we're fifties, we're po- <laughs> like like, we're just having these fun experience. Like, I feel like that is yeah. just the essence of, like, I don't know. Yeah, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, where is this? I, like, this movie isn't going anywhere, but I, I don't want it to go anywhere. Like, I just want, to, like, I just want these characters fun. to just keep living their life. Like, like whatever they're doing, doing random things. Yeah. It's just <laughs> random. It's so random. Like, yeah. the whole thing was where, like, he got arrested by the cut. Like, they could have taken so many random turns and twists, but the fact that it didn't, is what I think is genius about it because it's almost like representing life. Like we have so many of these random behind twists and turns, but like yeah. the fact that like some of them don't seem like, like things could go wrong, but they just don't. Yeah. It's just like, I feel like just what happens in life, like things could have been gone a lot different, but like it was just a mix up or it was just like, it, 
It's just like real life. I'm not going to die from this yeah. guy's waterbed thing. Like he's just crazy, but he's not going to kill me. Like at the end of the day, <laughs> like I just got away with a really cool story. So I just felt like, I don't know, a timeless movie that people will be talking about for the next 20 years. Like it should have came out in the seventies, but it came out. It definitely feels like a seventies movie, sure. Yeah. That's why it's number one for me. <laughs> Which we'll be doing a podcast. I, I think the that. other thing that stops it from being number one for me is just I just didn't feel very like emotionally attached to it, like like that. Like it was definitely a ride I loved watching, but it just like emotionally, like especially when it came to the end, like it was like okay, it was a nice ending, you know, but it didn't hit me hard like that. Yeah, not like Spider Man did. Spider Man like tugged at my childhood heartstrings, and it was like. Oh, it made me feel so nostalgic. That's why they're both different. That's why they're both. They're both so. They're different. both completely different so films. Different, but like, but... they both unlocked extremely <laughs> similar feelings in me emotionally. It's yeah, like, yeah. Whereas Spider-Man tugged on my nostalgia and what I grew up on, Licorice Pizza tugged on the things that could come for my future, and that's why I like Licorice Pizza a little bit more, just for that aspect of just like what can come. Yeah. I could see, see myself in a lot of those situations and I can relate to a lot of those things. <laughs> like I could see that happening in life. And that's why I kind of like that idea better. But I, I mean, they're both like really good. Like they, they're both great. <laughs> they're both great. Yeah. And I, it comes down to like whatever you It's crazy that even Spider-Man even happened. Like it's yeah, crazy I mean, that, yeah, that, that happened within our, within our timeline. <laughs> It's crazy. Can't say we, we called that, John. Since the, since we the, did. We yeah. really did. Go watch all the podcasts. We're going to come out with a licorice pizza podcast, but um, watch our Spider-Man No Way Home podcast. Watch all these podcasts. Yeah, like, I mean, listen, <laughs> we're not doing video. <laughs> listen to them. <laughs> oh, gosh. I wonder what Spider-Man No Way Home is at in the box office. I heard it was about the past Avatar. I was like, no way. Dude, people kept on hating on my predictions people are like there's no way it's gonna pack it's still in theaters you can go to the theater right now and still see it (laughs) well that makes sense if it's still in theaters next month that would be pretty crazy i mean this is february i mean it's pretty three months (laughs) yeah so this is this is what it Spider-Man No Way Home is technically the world's highest grossing movie of all time. Technically, what does that mean? Because it's you have to you have to adjust for inflation. Due to us being in COVID, <laughs> obviously you have they to adjust, it back. you have to adjust it to COVID times. Just like we have to adjust like Gone from the Wind. Obviously, it's not gonna have. Obviously, it's not gonna make two billion dollars. Back yeah. in, in 19, whatever. But the adjusted for inflation, like it's like Gone with the Wind's technically one of the highest grossing movies of all time as well. So like, yeah, like right now it's sitting at $1.8 billion worldwide as an opening. Yeah. So, I mean, is it the highest grossing right now? No. But technically, it is. So technically, I was right. <laughs> For okay. We'll see. That's surprised that honestly made that much. Like honestly, I mean, like, yeah, it is one of the biggest. Like, I mean, it's not, I'm not we knew it was gonna make bank, but the fact that it did it in Corona is a flex. Like it made that much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like it did it in COVID, and it's still going. And I'm sure they'll yeah. re. Dude, they're probably gonna re-release it like they probably will. You know, year. you know how they are. And twenty twenty three, they'll be like, re-release a Spider Man so we can get it the, to the biggest one, and you can see it now with your family. It'll be gone. <laughs> like everyone's gonna be like, sure, I'll pull up again. Yeah, and that's what they it was. have that power. That's crazy. They have the power to do that. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> you know, I just read this headline saying Spider Man No Way Home super snubbed for no Oscar Best Picture, bro. Okay. <laughs> not like we have some crappy best picture nominations, but like Spider Man is not a best picture nomination just because it's nostalgic does not mean it's like <laughs> yeah. the best picture of the year. Like, that's not how that works. Which, 
Speaking of the Oscars, we gotta do that. We gotta do a way better movie Panther. than Black Panther. Yeah, how the freak did Black Panther get a nominee? I mean, in that aspect, that's crazy that Black Panther got a nomination over this Spider Man movie. Yeah. Dude, we gotta do um uh Oscars pod. An Oscars pod. Do some predictions. Even though like you know, I haven't seen half these movies, bro. It's random movies. Yeah, I haven't I didn't even see half the movies last year. Twenty twenty wasn't real. I, I still I still need to see Belfast from last year. Yeah, the Best Picture nomination. We were gonna watch that one, right? But we what what did we watch instead? Come on, come on. Oh, come on, come on, yeah. There's Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. As the what best is the Power of the Dog? That movie came out of nowhere. I have absolutely no idea. I was thinking about watching it, but at the same time, like I really don't care, so I'm not. Yeah, like, what, <laughs> I'd rather watch other things at this point. It's too late. What even is it? It's not even like that highly rated. I feel like it's Benedict probably has, like a message really, like. It's Benedict Cumberbatch and Kristen Dunst movie. I don't know what it's about though. I have Kristen no Dunst. idea what it is. That's the best picture now. Best directing nominations. Are... I can't see it. I don't know. But whatever. We'll do a podcast. So we'll talk about it eventually. Yeah, yeah we'll do a podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah. Let us know if you agree with our ranking. If not, I mean, I really don't. Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. Uh, but all right. See you next time. <laughs>